Khaki King, Bee Doobie, Last Day on Earth, and Squirrel Flowers, Hurt a Fly, surfs up from the Beach Boys, a song of summer from listener Buddy Watson. If you've got a song of summer, just call us and leave your dedication. The number is 385-800-1889. More details at krcl.org. I'm Laura Jones, and you're listening to the radioactive summer break on KRCL. Still to come, some Bob Marley and The Clash. On Sunday, Israel's parliament, the Knesset, convened and voted in favor of a new government, ending Benjamin Netanyahu's 12-year reign as prime minister in favor of a coalition of eight different political parties that plan to use a rotation system to fill the PM's seat. Also worth noting, for the first time in Israel's history, an Israeli Arab party will be part of the government. Earlier this morning, I spoke with University of Utah professor Amos Giora over Zoom to get all the details. He's there in Israel and outside the Knesset yesterday for that historic change. I was outside the Knesset last night when the vote, we, there was a um, outdoor TV, whatever it's called, like TV put outside. And I was there along with hundreds of others and tell me there were thousands of our, uh, others. And when the vote was announced, the 60 to 59, I didn't even hear the final number until later. It was a great moment. It was a very close vote, uh... Yeah, but it's it's not as it's 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 yes, but it's actually deceptive because it's sixty fifty nine, but six Israeli Arab members of the Knesset voted against it, but they voted against the government only once they realized when they saw that the gov- the new government would come into play. I don't read the Arab press. I don't read Arabic, so I don't know about the you know the politics in the Arab street. Um, and so I want to be very, very careful about um, what their motivations were. But that's why I don't, in real life, it's not really 60, 59. I think it's probably 65, 55, 66, 54. But for the internal, various internal reasons, that's the way um, the, the vote came out. Benjamin Netanyahu, 12 years as prime minister, yes. you no love lost for him from you. Um, yeah, this is historic, well. not just because it means Netanyahu is no longer prime minister, but this coalition of eight different parties from the far right to the left, right? Right. And not only that, first time ever that Israel, an Israeli Arab party is a member of the government, which is a major, major breakthrough. By the way, uh, Netanyahu gets the shout out for that because he's the, the party's called Ram, R-A-A-M. Netanyahu reached out to them to try to get them into his coalition and then they said no to him and they went to Bennett. And Netanyahu, who six years ago, um, in a moment of terrible racist incitement, said the Arabs are voting in droves. He's the one who opened the door to Israeli Arabs. I mean, so it's, you want a master, you want unintended consequences? That's unintended consequences. Um, the, the second reason that this election is extraordinary is for the first time an Israeli prime minister is what we in America would call modern Orthodox. You know, he wears a yarmulke, a kippah. Um, but he has incurred the wrath unhinged of the rabbis um, who have, it's called, in, it's not a word in Hebrew or in English, it's in Aramaic, it's called pulsa de nura, which is the same um, wrath, um, the spell that they cast on, on Rabin before the assassination 25 years ago, which means it legitimizes assass- killing someone. Wow, um, that sounds like a fatwa in another another That's country. right, yeah. a fatwa. Um, and there's a pulsa de nura on Bennett, um, and the unhinged incitement against him by the rabbis is unhinged, so much so that um, 
three members or two members, three, two or three members of, of the Knesset, um, of the Orthodox parties um, said that Bennett must remove his, you know, the yarmulke, the kippah, because he has joined a, a government of le- left-wing government that will destroy the Jewish fabric of the state, and therefore he's not fit to wear a kippah. So how is this going to impact American policy in the Middle East? Give us a little background and tell us where it's headed. So last night, President Biden already called Prime Minister um, Bennett. By the way, I have to add in parentheses, it's wonderful to say Prime Minister other than Netanyahu um, and to say member of the op- leader of the opposition, Netanyahu, close parentheses. Um, but, you know, I'm all about full disclosure with you. Yes. Um, President Biden called Bennett immediately last night. And there's good and bad in that. I, I personally would have recommended to President Biden not to call so quickly because what Netanyahu is going to do is paint Bennett as uh, soft on Iran um, and also soft on building uh, settlements in the West Bank in order to curry favor with Biden. He will paint Bennett as in the American corner and in his horrible speech last night, he very publicly announced to us, but really to Biden, that he, um, he, Netanyahu, was very much opposed to Biden. He was speaking to Biden. Um, so I think in terms of American policy, the, the quick to reach out to Bennett, I would have been more cautious with that. I think one needs to be careful with Bennett. His parents are American. He he comes across kind of soft-like, and in the rugged world of Israeli politics, that's not a positive. He's actually more right-wing than Netanyahu, for instance, in the Palestinian issue. He actually is ideological. Netanyahu is not ideological at all. Netanyahu is a, util- is a Kantian utilitarianism. It's all about me. Bennett actually is a person of ideology, and he's actually more conservative in terms of the Palestinian issue than Netanyahu. On social issues, I think he's more liberal than Netanyahu. And by American terminology, he's more palatable. Um, If I were Biden and team, I'd be really careful to say, oh, whoa, you know, Bennett's here. Now we can go make peace with the Palestinians. Biden, I mean, Bennett actually has been a vociferous opponent of Oslo from day one. Um, And where where Bennett is going to get tested today's Monday here, I think in the next 24 hours, the, the extreme right wing here plans on having a flag day demonstration in East Jerusalem. Hamas is planning on, you know, firing the, the rockets and Bennett and team are going to have to be very careful how they um, respond proactively, reactively to the extreme right wing um, Jewish community. And he, I mean, here and to how they will or will not respond to bluster and or rockets from Gaza because he's being tested by the Israeli public. He's being tested by Netanyahu. And on some level, I'm sure he's being tested by Biden. And perhaps he's also being tested by Tehran. So what is what is the word on the street in Israel in reaction to this? I mean, you've sent me a photo of the jubilation after the outcome last night. You're, you're quite clear in saying you're happy about this outcome. Uh, where What's the sentiment in Israel about what's happened and where things are going? I think we are um, a deeply divided country. 
those of us of my ilk woke up like me this morning and said, yes, he's the head of the opposition. Um, Benjamin those, Netanyahu, head of Likud, right. the opposition to That's Naftali right. Bennett's and, government. And those who are in the Netanyahu camp, I think some of them it breaks down different sectors. The Orthodox, who are totally dependent on government largesse, um, who they're not in the government. They, I would imagine, are in deep, deep distress because there's, um, you know, the faucet may be closed or not 100% closed, of course, but significantly closed. And the, I, and the real test will be in November when we don't have a we don't have a budget, but we haven't had a budget national budget for two years. Um, in November there will be a budget, and it'll be really interesting to see how much the change government minimizes allocation to the Orthodox, and if that's what will bring the Orthodox into the government, and if that brings the Orthodox into the government, then that would be obviously a significant game changer. Um, I, for the Netanyahu's base, and there is a base, I would imagine like for Trump's base, what they're really feeling is that they got, quote unquote, I don't think they would acknowledge this because they can't acknowledge Netanyahu's weaknesses, but then Netanyahu got played by by Bennett. Um, that's why um, Netanyahu won't acknowledge Bennett, won't concede, and as, um, says that he has committed a fraud on the public. He got out BB'd? He got out BB'd. Um, I tell you who out BB'd BB was was Mansoor Abbas, the head of the Israeli Arab Party. He ab- he absolutely out BB BB. Absolutely. Because no one expected this coalition to come together. I mean, how many times has Netanyahu tried to put a, a government together over the last couple of years and now yeah, for four four elections, two years, and he's uh, oh and even though Likud's the largest party, um, you know, if you define victory as forming a coalition, um and Netanyahu failed four straight times. Here's the other thing. That if Netanyahu would have moved aside, which he can't, um, and they would have put some other Likud members, the head of the government, they would be sitting today in government with a 70-seat majority. But he he refused to move. And the reason he refused to move aside is for one reason and one reason only, is because he knows that there's a trial that's going ongoing against him. And he did, did not want to come to the court as member of Knesset Netanyahu, head of opposition Netanyahu. He wanted to come as prime minister Netanyahu. And, for, and as a result of that, he's going to come to trial beginning today as head of the opposition, Netanyahu, and not as prime minister, Netanyahu. And that's very significant. Again, echoes of what's happening here in America. Mm-hmm. I agree. Professor Amos Giora of the S.J. Quinney College of Law at the University of Utah. He's in Israel, where he served for 19 years in the Israel Defense Forces as lieutenant colonel, now retired, and held several senior command positions including legal advisor to the Gaza Strip and commander of the IDF School of Military Law. Check tonight's show notes for a picture or two from the professor, who will be back at the U in August. I've got the professor's song of summer for you up after this. <laughs> 